What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hollywood Already Did It, your weekly movie podcast for movies that have been sequelized, adapted, rebooted, remade. I don't know if there's any other synonyms for doing it again when you don't have an idea of your own, so you have to do something that's been done before, but that's what we do here. We analyze those and we talk about whether or not they are needed, and if this trend will ever stop, it won't. They're as old as film itself, so correct. buckle in, guys, because ideas are dead, and here we are to <laughs> examine their corpses. Really, we're just a morgue for creativity at this show. <laughs> as always, I am your host, Blake Schultz. And with me today is Terrence Tatum. Hello, everyone. And we are talking about the, in my opinion, anticipated sequel to 2014's The Lego Movie, but according to the box office, no one cared. It's feeling like it's just you and I who really cared about this. Were you not amped when you walked out of the first Lego Movie? Were you not dying for more? That first Lego Movie kind of was how I felt a little bit after leaving Spider-Man. Maybe not as much because I feel like that has some ethnic things that helped, worked out in its favor for me. But it, like Lego movie was so new. It was, some, it was like a, a rocket that came out of nowhere, hit me over the face, and I left that theater like, oh, I need them to make these every year. It was the, and we talked about this with Spider-Verse, it was another animated movie that didn't just look like a Pixar or Disney movie. Right. It really was its own animation style, yeah. and it was very fresh and new and... We had never seen anything like it unless you count the like direct to DVD and Lego Ninjago and right. ba 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 And there were the, uh, did you ever watch the Crash Test Dummies direct yes. to videos yes. growing up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those were in that <laughs> wheelhouse. Why have we brought those silly boys yeah. back? But yeah, that first Lego movie, man, just left you wanting so much. And mm. it, it, it's very disappointing to me that they waited this long. Five years is a long time. Like that, it, it doesn't seem like that long. People you, started and graduated high school. Correct. And you think about it like of a, a nine-year-old, they're all of a sudden now in their teens. Like it, it, right. There's a, you're losing an audience. I mean, we think about it like before we got on mic, I talked about how in 2014 when the first Lego movie came out, The Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy were the first releases of that year. Like those were released that year and you kind of just like, oh, we're already on Infinity War. Like we, the Russos have done three films since this one movie has come out. Yeah, no, we were introduced to Thanos at the end of Avengers in 2012. The right. Lego movie came out, and we have since then watched Thanos wipe out half the MCU's <laughs> heroes. Yeah. So in the amount of time that that movie took to make a sequel, Thanos killed half the universe. Right. And when you really, it's not very fair to stack up anything next to the Marvel machine, but yeah. it is kind of crazy when you go, wow, they really put out 10 films and it took it, us oh, five years to get five one. years and now in between that lego batman and lego ninjago, ninjago. happened correct but but for the main but not a film. proper lego movie right. too and what i really wanted to see at the end of that was more emmet and more wild style and you know part of the lego movie's excitement was watching these different universes come together in a way that we had never seen right and seeing things like the Turtles and Marvel and yeah. DC and Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and every property Lego has under its umbrella crossing over in a way that no other medium will allow. Correct. And I think they got a little skittish, and I'll talk about that later, but I think they got a little skittish after Ninjago came back the way it did, that they are like, okay, maybe we shouldn't run out the gamut like we thought we were going to. Let's go ahead and wait and see. And I think, unfortunately, Lego Movie 2 got the marketing dollars of a studio that was like, let's test the waters to still see how we're doing out there. 
Well, and I think there was a lot of backtracking. Because when the Lego movie came out, and it was the big buzzword then, it's still the big buzzword now, is we're going to make a universe. Right. You'll have Lego Batman and Lego Ninjago and then the Lego Movie 2 and then the then Lego DC and blah, 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 blah. And they wanted to build this whole big thing. And I remember them saying that Ninjago was so important to the lore. Yeah. And when your backdrop spoilers for the Lego Movie is a child's imagination. Yeah. I don't really care about your universe connecting as much because yeah. – and, and and I love the backdrop being. I love kids. that. And let me be clear. I am also with you on that. Um, but to me, then I don't need this deep connective tissue. Yeah. I can just have a kid who has toys. I think that's where, and I'll talk about that a little bit too when we get into the specifics for Lego too. I think what they've also as good as no, take that back. As great as Lego Movie One is, it does put a structure around what the Lego world is, so that. When you watch Lego Batman and you're watching Ninjago, you're then kind of like, wait, am I watching a world where kids are playing? Or is this, am I supposed to just take this as a, this is a one-off, these Legos are now of their own mind? Well, it reminds me a little bit about uh, Super Smash Brothers, the video game on the N64 and GameCube and Wii and Wii U and now the Nintendo Switch. Uh, which opens in the Nintendo 64 version with a giant hand pulling toys out of a box. And kind of the implication has been, this is a kid playing with his toys. Right. And I think that's such an inventive way to just go, we don't need some big reason why these characters are here. They're just here because they're toys. Right. And we all accept that because we've all played with Raphael. Correct. We've done all the Rocketeer, has met Mike Myers. I've done all these things, yeah. And putting that together in a way beyond even what Toy Story really does with toys and imagination and really showing us what it is and what happens and how the outside world affects a kid's imagination, right? right? The Lego Movie 1 was really a kid coping with his dad's rules Mm -hmm. and building this world where his dad was the villain and he was the hero and nothing had to be what it is and... You know, you can think outside the box. And there were other bigger themes there. But at the end of the day, to me, that was That's a movie. That's the main thread. Yeah. It was about how imagination is used for kids to cope cope, mm-hmm. and heal and look. And I thought this movie furthered that really well. It does. I think it does a really good job of continuing that story, the, the human element story of uh, of what the first one laid out. And I think it, it I will say it, it succeeds at that. Um and let me get this, just to get this out there, I like Lego Movie 2 a lot. I don't like it nearly as much as I like Lego 1 or even the Batman Lego Movie. But the issues are small, and it's it's all because of the structure that we just said that Lego 1 put into place. My problem with Lego 2 is that sometimes the story loses its way because I'm not sure if the main thread they're telling is the Legos that were pretending to be real through the eyes of a young girl and a young boy are my main story or my main story is the backstory of them growing up and trying to learn as kids. And they're trying to do two at one time. And because I have the spoiler that existed in Lego one, where I know this is all being done by a kid, my weight goes more towards the boy and the brother and the sister than it does to wild style and Emmett. At times. You sort of lose the stakes of what will happen to Correct. the characters in yeah. there, but 
to me, you they almost get more drastic because when you really do look at it, even in terms of if this whole universe is just the backdrop for a kid's imagination, right? It goes away, mm-hmm. and those stakes I think are really big. That you you're seeing a kid grow up That's through the eyes of these toys. Correct. And when that kind of dies, you know, it's the quote from the movie Tag. Yeah. For Thomas, said, who, there's some real person said, who fucking cares? You, um, yeah. you don't get old because you stop playing. You stop playing then because you, you grow old. old. Yeah. And when they kind of put everything away and you're like, oh, it's very sad. Like, we really are just closed. Childhood is weird because it's the only part of our lives where a chapter literally closes By because night. something ends. Correct. Right? Like, you're... So does high school and college, you get a diploma and there's this like big thing about it, but childhood imagination, creativity has this weird, you closed the box on your toys and now they're gone forever. Right. And that part of who you are and who you were and how you were is gone. Yeah. And I think that makes the stakes then work really well because I think what this movie was really about was moving on and taking things and going it doesn't really need to be the way it was when i was younger yeah this girl can come in and and change everything and and i can still be myself in this new context which i think is an important lesson in like internet culture fandoms oh yeah like let star wars be something new it also was what you thought it was yeah i think those elements and again i think those elements are super strong i think the brother realizing that crap as even though i've gotten older and, and it's a little parallel between the image and the RJ character in in the actual Lego side of this film, but it's like as an old as a guy, you kind of grow up and like oh, I'm too cool for school. I can't hang out with my little sister. She just doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. But do you realize that crap? This is the same girl that when I was that younger, this was my life. This is my world. She's just trying to like have some attachment to her older brother before I go off and start doing my grown up stuff when I go to college or, or whatnot. And I'm not around anymore. I love that part of the story. I just think for me, Lego two got into this weird window of not knowing which story they wanted to tell. And I honestly, this movie, whereas I feel like Lego one did a really good job of being for adults and kids because of who our viewpoint is with these Legos this time, it becomes a little bit more childish, childlike. And it, especially when we start getting, we do more musical numbers. This film feels more like a kid's movie, whereas Lego one felt more like, all right, this is for everybody. And oh, I don't know if I agree with that because I felt like this movie got did a lot of meta jokes about. Oh, I agree with that. I, there are a lot of jokes that and, kids won't understand until yeah, they're older. I think this towed kind of that same line, but there was way more music. Than a there. lot more. There's way more. Yeah, I, and I like it. the music. I don't mind it, but it immediately gets to become a more kids-friendly film when you start singing after every 15 to 20 minutes. Right. Well, and I think that did it didn't deteriorate, but I guess it detracted from what I originally wanted the movie to be, mm-hmm. which was everyone growing up. Yeah. And I really, the marketing to me really positioned a movie about somebody not accepting what the world is now. That it was going to be, it, yes. it was going to be Emmett pretending everything was awesome and great, but it wasn't. Right. And it really wasn't about that. That was almost just like a joke for the first act to launch us into this bigger thing. You more get wild style 
kind of realizing her end of like, yeah. I don't need to try and change you because I've changed myself. Like, it's a whole ordeal with her going on. Yeah, no, it really was a be careful what you wish for yeah. story. Yeah. And you don't really want things to be different from what you have them as, even though maybe, like, don't project Correct. I felt like this was a movie that was like, don't project your problems onto other people and like learn how to accept people and play with your siblings and also accept your significant other and deal with these things. But I I thought all the things that made Lego movie one elevate beyond like a children's animated movie, I thought were still in this movie. They're they're there. Um, I just don't think I may some of it's because of the newness. It's no longer the new kid on the block. It's now Oh, we've kind of done this before. We've seen a countless amount of directed video Lego movies. We've seen the three total that have been released theatrically. So it's kind of like, all right, this is now not as fresh. So you're kind of like, all right, I've been here. I've done this. What now? But I think the story structure is still really good here, that it's still overall entertaining and a very worthwhile sequel to the first Lego movie. I was going to say, it's a really good sequel because it does everything that a film as a sequel should do. It didn't really pander. It didn't really have the problems of a reboot or a sequel where we're just doing it for money. It did feel like this was an evolution of the characters Mm -hmm. of the world and that it still had something poignant to say. That being said, it almost played more like a B-side of an album. It reminds me of like, maybe we've had this conversation, not on this show, but on, we've talked about how Bioshock, and this is why I always use this, because yep. Bioshock 1 and then Bioshock 2. No, this is a perfect example. feel like an A1, like a 1A and a 1B of, of the same story, but like 1B, if you watch that without having 1A a part of it, you're kind of like, ah, yeah, it's fine. And you're like, yeah, I'm here again, but this you're not doing anything new, but I enjoy being back here. We didn't really push any boundaries. Like we, and by that, I I mean, we didn't really explore other Lego brands or other toys or other things that could invade this universe. We sort of just went, well, the sister is playing too, which means they're going to a planet that actually doesn't have malicious intent. It just wants to be included. Right. And to me, when you look at kind of how, I guess Toy Story is really the only analogous option, That's the closest, right? correct. In Toy Story 2 evolved the story by really going, there's a nostalgia for collectors. Collectors, right. And maybe this isn't a children's thing, and therefore you have to be perfect and in the box. And it, it not only evolved kind of Woody's world, but it also evolved the idea of toys thematically. It really kind of raised the stakes Mm -hmm. of what a toy is and what it means and all of these things. And you learned more about the characters, but you also grew the universe it's in. And I felt like this movie almost wrote itself into a corner where I walked out and I went, well, I don't really need a Lego movie three. No. But if the whole pitch here was to do this like crazy shared universe that Marvel and DC can never do because you have every property, you kind of wrote yourself into a box. That's my whole thing with leaving this. I was like, I feel like they put themselves into a corner that with great writing is great for these two films, kind of leaves you nowhere to go future-wise. So let me ask you this then. Is that bad? I don't think it is. Have we just been trained in our current film market to expect more? Or is it okay to have an ending? I guess I guess I have to look at it like this. Did I enjoy Lego Batman separately from this and say that these are two different worlds? Yes. Um, but if I'm saying that this is one big universe and I'm supposed to expect that Lego Batman exists within the world where Lego Batman... I mean, Lego 
one and two exist, it doesn't quite work. Um, and I don't right. think I want anything else from that if that's the mindset that I'm supposed to be going with. Now, if I'm saying that these are all Lego movie is the the one parallel, like that's the one line and the rest of these exist somewhere else, then I'm okay. Then that's if you're well, they imply that Lego that. Batman yeah. is in it's continuity kind of with this. Correct. They do. Um, which that becomes like, OK, now I'm I have a bit of an issue. Um, my, my, the only real thing that nags me about this movie, and I don't know if it bothers you, but the second it happens, okay, wait, what are we saying? Um, so there are points, spoilers for Lego Batman, I mean for Lego Movie 2, um, but there are moments when a Lego ends up in the human world apart from all of the Legos. It's right. kind of under a dryer or under a washer on its own. And it... If no human ever sees it, it basically can be lost forever. The narrative continues. Correct. I had this but problem in the movie one. But then it physically moves itself <laughs> in the human world to become visible or to get to a point where it is now. So I'm like, what, what are you saying these Legos, are these Legos able to move? Because that, that's the world that I'm not, I like. are these Legos like the toys in Toy Story where they can move on their own? Or can't they? That became my problem in Lego, Lego Movie One, mm-hmm. when even and it's like bopping up and down on the table, and right. Will Ferrell is next to him. I've decided in my own mind that this is still a child's imagination, and this child's imagination can get as meta as we want. And if he thinks the story is continuing under this dryer after he found the piece, and it's just continuing under the dryer under okay. this piece that he. He's almost viewing the story the same way we are with the real world and the Lego world and is therefore just making it all make sense. Okay. If somebody's under the dryer, it works for this character. Because I had toys like that where you'd be like, oh, well, then they were lost under this this whole right. thing. And now this part has to happen. He's retroactively the fitting the gaps. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's how I kind of work with that. I do think when you're using this parallel world you sort of either have to decide if your backdrop is going to be a kid's imagination and your movie's about that, or if you want to build a shared universe. Right. Or you can do both. I don't really care. In the end of the day, these are movies, and we should just sit down and be like, the Legos are fun. And, <laughs> but- if, and it's one of those things that, if the quality, like, <laughs> this wouldn't bother me so much if Lego Ninjago wasn't trash. Like, Lego right. Batman's good, so I'm willing to accept whatever else. Well, that's the you weird part, those. right? Because you get into things like Lego Batman and even Spider Verse that are exploring elements of the character that wouldn't work in live action. Right. Batman, Lego Batman explores the psychology of Batman and being a loner and being alone in a way that no other live action movie does. Right. It also does that with the added bonus that it can play with. I was Christian Bale, and I was Adam West, and I have all you this can history. Play all games, yeah. So you get to kind of make a statement about the character, as well as build a narrative around this element of the character, and make jokes about it all at the same time. Where really a Batman live-action movie about his loneliness wouldn't, wouldn't be interesting. No. It would be interesting, but it wouldn't be what we want from a Batman movie. Well, you may be able to use all of the rich history that the totality of that character has through cinema. Right. And that's where I think the Lego movie and Lego Batman really succeed is they take their medium and go, what is a story we can say that we can't say without these boundaries? And Lego movie two does do that when you really get into like the Maya Rudolph of it and, and the family situations and these kids learning how to cooperate but it doesn't it doesn't quite have the same like impact 
that Lego Movie 1 did. When you really learn, like, Lord Business is the dad. Well, I think and he's you, got all it's these just things. a greater reveal because, right. because we go throughout the entire movie of Lego Movie 1 until the last 25 minutes thinking that that's our world that we're in. And then we're broken down like, oh, crap. It's a whole reveal. It's a shock. And it makes that film way more. Whereas when in this one, we know that that's already the case. Like, we know that this isn't a real world. So you kind of are, like, going back and forth. Like, there's that reveal or that weight isn't the story anymore. So now you kind of have to say, how important is this brother-sister relationship to you? And it's really difficult to But those are my favorite parts. Those are my favorite parts, too. When we cut away to the the real life. They're mine, too. But it's really difficult to create that brother-sister bond in the limited amount of time that you have. Well, they also jumped years, right? right? So we kind of like half saw her intrude on him and then half saw him accept her and then was just fine. Right. We didn't really see that grow as right. much because we were cutting for time. Right. Did you ever play Pikmin? Yeah. The Nintendo game? I did. This movie to me had a... had the They're both such good games, but I'm going to say it anyways. The Pikmin 2 problem. Where Pikmin, for those who don't know, is a Nintendo GameCube game where you're a small spaceman and you have small plant-based creatures... <laughs> yes following you around and you're finding artifacts on this planet to rebuild your spaceship and get away. And a lot of the artifacts are earth garbage and they make a lot of jokes with it, like large bananas and large batteries and they change the names for comedy. And Lego movie one had that with, um, the craggle being mm-hmm. crazy glue and the, uh, exacto knife, the, the knife of exact zero. Yeah. You had these funny kind of puns yeah. to build your world and then Lego Movie 2 did what Pikmin 2 did, where that was sort of there to be like, ha, ha, ha. And then it was the whole game. Yeah. Like, then it was the whole game. Like, because then you get to Pikmin 2, where it goes, well, we have all these items, and now we have to just find every single human thing we can do. Yeah. It does. It, and it's a little less fun. I when you're like, that. oh, the planetary system of dry R. And you're like, yeah, it's yeah. a dryer. And we're all in on the joke we're now. We're the Sistar system. Yeah, we it don't does need- that. It does that a lot. And it does the... It was weird because I didn't really think about it until I got... I like I went home and watched the first one again. Yeah. And what I realized is that that first one does a really good job of using the fact that they are Legos in animation form a lot better than they use the fact that they're Legos in the second one. It almost, there are a lot of times with the second one outside of Tiffany Haddish's character that she voices that they, they they're, the fact that they're Legos becomes a part of the, the, the animation. Like their animation right. almost feels like it's just a smooth cartoon, whereas in that Lego movie one, everything they did was based, like they were using Legos. It was all like the fun, his his walk through the day at the beginning of that first Lego movie with Emmett, you go through a normal human's day, but you do it in the form of a Lego. So everything is Lego and like you see the coffee turn Lego, like all of that is there. You don't really get that recreation in this, which also takes down a little bit of the charm that you kind of like, all right, yeah, I know you're now just saying like we're in Lego form. So yeah, you're here with it now. I did love it. I, there, the visuals in this movie and the comedy in the the movie, Wow, I say there is more of it is actually good. The it's Gotham good. song is great. Like the it Gotham, was a little yeah. jarring at first it is. because nobody told me it was a musical. Correct. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So the first song, I was like, "Well, are we do? Are we? Is this happening again? We're in it. We're okay. All right. Yeah. Um, 
But I, I just thought they did such a good job evolving these characters yeah. and, and Wild Styles arc. And I love it. Even kind of some of the ideas, uh, I guess it all kind of fits into the same idea of, of getting older and accepting who you are, who you were. But they did sort of the similar thing to Lego Movie 1. That's this weird like indie versus mainstream content. And why yeah. and it wild style is the messenger for that. Correct. She's always the one and they set up in Lego movie one as a dystopian you're being fed all of this by somebody. It's right. a corporate TV show and a corporate song and it's all manufactured. And in this movie they use it more as a you're less of a person if you're into what everybody else is into. Right. And sort of an acceptance that the mainstream does have things to offer, mm-hmm. which was interesting to watch kind of wild styles arc in that, because I feel like that character's always been this like insecure, doesn't know what she wants or what she's doing. Right. And to kind of see it become an acceptance was very good. It's a very good movie. It is. It's a really well done flick. Um, I love, <laughs> I love the dichotomy of the two Chris Pratt's cause that's kind of Chris Pratt. Emmett and RJ, Chris yeah. Pratt in real life, like before Parks and Rec, that's Emmett, and then Jurassic World. Chris well, and Pratt even that like, was a very good way of like, you can grow up, but you can decide how. how? Like, they right. really did a good job of going, well, it's easy to grow up and be an asshole, right. or you can grow up and not. Still, right. Like, still you don't have person. to become yeah. this jaded person. It's also really good, just the way that the story goes, that w- the people that the audience believes are the villains because of who we, we enter the movie with. And once you kind of get to that halfway point, you're like, Oh no, they're not villains. Crap. They, yeah. That was all very well done. That was really well done. And it was really very, well very funny. It yeah. was like, Oh, that was sincere. Well, they told you they weren't a bad guy. That was real. <laughs> that was real. That song sounded so bad. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah. It just kind of, you know, it's, it's very weird to just go, well, I'm, I'm good. They ended it. Yeah, like I don't, and I don't think we get that anymore. Go back to the main series. I definitely don't need to go back, and I really don't. I don't look forward to anything else that they would. But I don't think there's anything wrong with an ending. That's why I liked Glass so much. Yeah, was it just was like, and we're done. We're done here. We don't need. I don't, and not only do I not need, I don't know that I want nine hundred Lego movies. I know. And a like, Toy Story is my favorite Pixar franchise. I'm not and that even excited them, I'm for not, four. I'm not that excited for four because I felt because three, three ended amazingly. It was one of the right. best films that I had ever seen. It was so a I'm, good ending. Right. So is there anything wrong? Normally we talk about whether or not these things are relevant if we right. need them. But it almost sounds like this time around we're talking more about is this movie not as good as we wanted to because it has made us feel full? Is the like restaurant is the restaurant it's, we're at a bad restaurant because the meal has filled me up? No, I just think I I don't need to like I, I don't need to go back to this world again. I think you've given me enough, and I think what Warner Brothers was trying to do was put this on their level of their Harry Potter slash Wizarding World, whatever the hell it well, is. Well, that was they now. announced that the success of Lego Movie right. that they were only going to focus on three brands: this DC, DC and, and Harry, Harry Potter. Potter, and they've obviously backtracked on that because that's an insane thing to say. <laughs> You're right. Although Activision did it in gaming with just Guitar Hero. World of Warcraft and there was a Call of Duty. Right. There was a while where Activision yeah, was, was just thing. like, these are our, th-. and now they're about to do a bunch of massive layoffs. So, eh. yeah, I, I don't know if you should tie your, <laughs> tie your entire wagon to these, those three horses alone, but 
it, it's weird because Lego Batman came out in 2017 and did great. Made 312 worldwide. 2017? Yeah, 2017. Lego movie one? No, Batman. Lego Batman. Batman. Okay, I misheard out. you. I was yeah. like, that was no, no, no. much longer no, than 2014 that. 2014 was the original uh, Lego yeah. movie. Lego Batman came out in 2017 and did 300 plus million dollars. Oh, it killed. Same year, Ninjago came out and made like a hundred some million dollars and kind of like bombed. So you basically in one year have seen the high and the low. And at that point, Warner Brothers is probably like, hmm, crap. Let's rethink all of this. And I think that's kind of went into their marketing well, for this, unfortunately. And part of the weird problem was that uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord yeah. did the Lego movie. Correct. Then they did Last Man on Earth. Mm-hmm. Then they sort of sort did, did Solo. Solo. <laughs> then they did Spider-Verse. Spider-Man, yeah. They kind of blew up after the Lego movie, yeah. and it never really allowed them to come back. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they were executive producers on both Ninjago and Batman. I don't know how much they had a say in true. If Batman feels more online with the type they had of more comedy. to say with this than they did Ninjago. Yeah, oh yeah, they came back to help write. Like they're executive producers and they have both have screenplay uh, st- status on this one. Like, yeah. they help write this story. So this is more in line. They just didn't direct this one like they did the first one. But they're more in line with on this, and this is why this feels a little bit closer. Probably to the best. I mean, it feels had. identical. It does. It, it doesn't feel like you missed a beat. No. Um, and I, but I just think Warner Brothers probably needed to slow down a bit and just kind of let them do more as opposed to like, we need to rush these out quicker, faster. And see, I'm of a different mindset. I feel like we could have maybe at the beginning just gone, get Lego movie two out and skip and, the other ones and not do Ninjago Batman. I want to keep cause it's great. Right, I think Batman should have happened. Like, cause I think he was the, probably the, the breakout star of that first movie. Um, but I, Ninjago, I didn't need. That's my thing. But I also like think Ninjago and Ninjago's of a brand of their Legos. That was one of their offshoot. Not well, that and then popular, even Ninjago was what? Two years ago. Yeah. So you, you've had, they did two in one year and then didn't have any so much while. time. Yeah. Like I just feel like we hit an Anchorman two and Zoolander two problem of, we kind of missed the relevance. And I don't know if, how far along is it? Because it was supposed to be this one, and then there's a Jason Siegel-produced one called the Billion Brick Run. It was like a racing version of Legos with I did not a cannonball run. I don't know what the date is on that, because they lost directors back and forth, and it might even just get wiped off considering that oh. this box office did yeah, not Yeah, this is well. all news to me. Yeah, and that was their next, that was their fifth one, plus a Batman Lego Batman yeah. sequel, which that kind of makes sense. That's no, oh, yeah, you'll do that. Yeah, it's, but I don't need. I don't. I don't I, need ninety of these. It's weird because I feel like this animation style was so grand and new in twenty fourteen, and then we kind of just it still looked through great. our video games and through all the directed video stuff and all the short films that we've kind of they've oversaturated well, now, that market. Hold on, before we go crazy. You mentioned the video games. Yeah, which are great. Lego Marvel and Lego and Star Harry Wars Potter, are incredible games. Great. If they wanted to make a Lego Star Wars movie, I wouldn't stop But them. I don't think they can get the rights to that. Disney's going to be like, no. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. They could do a Disney... Uh, they could... The only one that they could actually do was probably a Lego Harry Potter, but why? Because they still have the yeah, other Yeah, I don't going. want that. Yeah. I also just don't want that. <laughs> I want the brands like I The other love. two are the Lego Star Wars and Marvel, but they don't have access to those... In the in a film version, so yeah, that's when that a, becomes a problem. Because you're right, it is weird. Because I loved Lego Star Wars as a video game, and then they did Harry Potter and Indiana Jones, Indy, yeah. 
and Pirates and Lord of the Rings, and I didn't play any of those. (laughs) And they all did relatively well comparatively, but if they were trying to do a film, they can't use one of those characters that you just mentioned. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's a very it's a weird brand because I don't really want it to go away. Because I think these, I think three of the three they're shooting seventy five percent. Three of the four f- major feature films they did are really really. Good. I'm just very satisfied with this ending. Yeah, like, like, I don't I, need to go back to this unless you really want to do a like Toy Story three where he's getting rid of them or they're or in he's a going bin to college and like sh- it's hers yeah. and she kind of like you do a grown up story of that. I I may be interested. The only issue is if it took five years to do that. I don't want another five years well, between this and And I don't want them to just go. follow Toy Story, but they really can't because Toy Story was a movie about toys from the perspective of the toys and Andy never knew they were alive. Right. So Toy Story 3 hurt because they were saying goodbye to him in a way that he was saying goodbye to his childhood. Right. The Lego movie, though, is so tied to these characters who aren't really coming to life. Right. So if he just leaves... His version it, of, the, of those yeah. characters should just go away, and it's whatever the sister what you, believes those characters to be. For would you then on. get to a Lego Movie three that where they're all different? They're all acting different, and Correct. the twist is that it's his kids. Yeah, and that's why. Which maybe, would be interesting. And maybe the third act, they all start acting like themselves, and yeah. it's because he comes, he comes down to, to play, play with his kid. Yeah. Like that would be great. It, it, it's so connected to that, right? Um, it's their personalities heightened in the in these characters uh, that makes this film tick, and I and I actually think that's why Lego Batman works because it's Batman. Like it's that you you're taking the history of Batman. Ninjago didn't work because that character, those characters, or that brand of Lego doesn't isn't well known enough. Which I was surprised to about because I feel like a lot of people knew Ninjago. I know a lot of people, but I feel like it's such a niche. Market, yeah, but then when you do that and you don't have the outside, like, oh, this is what the story is telling, it's kind of just like, oh, this is very one note, I don't need to be here. But I feel when you tell that story that Lego Movie and Lego Movie One, I mean, two do it, it makes it more accessible for the everyday, I'm not a Lego fan audience right. to kind of get into. I don't know, I liked it, but I do think I'm good, yeah, I'm good. And I, I I do think though that they definitely dropped the ball marketing wise. Like I didn't see trailers for this movie on any kids film, and I saw Spider Man. Like I've been to see stuff that this movie and I see been a lot of I see a lot movies. of children's movies. <laughs> but it's weird because I feel like the Lego Movie One did a better job of putting their film in front of everyone. Whereas yeah. this movie seems to only have been catering for kids' films. And once it got out of that, it's like, well, no, I don't care. This movie had an advanced screening at all theaters a week before, and no one knew. Yeah, it's Which is wild. nuts. It's very strange. Yeah. Oh, well. I liked it. You it's should go really see it, because it's very fun. So good. But, you know, when you get down to it, we don't... It's, uh, we can... Maybe it's done for a while. I don't know. Movie opened to $52.5 million. That's very Worldwide. Low. That's very low. 35 in the States. It was That's supposed to make 55 low. in Here. just the States. <laughs> That's yeah, a problem. about half of what the first one did. So. Now, and normally they're going to be like, okay, you'll get some of that back on the back end because the foreign markets do well. And you're like, all right, next weekend's a five-day weekend. But next weekend, you get How to Train a Dragon 3. 
Well, I wonder how the Lego brand is doing, because Lego Dimensions was also supposed to be huge yeah. in gaming. And that was right when that whole Toys to Life thing oh, yeah, stopped. Great. Like all that kind of shut down, and that was supposed to be the next big gangbusters. So who knows? I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great sequel. I thought it evolved everything, but I think when you're really trying to build a universe, this was an ending. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think that we as consumers need to not always expect a million movies. And I also think that that's okay, but I don't know. Maybe that's what we want. Maybe people want that now. I think so. And I think the studios need to accept that. Like I think studios need to kind of be like, all right, look, this has a finite ending. Maybe we just, this isn't yeah. where we need to go back to. We're done here. Or just not go back for a while. There's nothing yeah. wrong with not making a movie well, for years. I think like they've been doing with the directed video stuff, like just release on other forms of media. Like you have streaming devices, release stuff there. Just don't do theatrical releases for a while so that maybe Look, one day you can Look, if there's one thing Star Wars has taught me, it's that if you don't release a movie at Christmas after two years of me, three years of me expecting a movie at Christmas. When you put it out, I am now so itchy for new Star Wars (laughs) in a way that I never thought I would be because the original trilogy ended and then the prequel trilogy ended. And I, in 2005, left episode three and was like, that's it. That's the last Star Wars I'll ever get. Ever. And now apparently I'll get them until I die. Until we die. They didn't give it to me for half a year. And I'm like, but where is my Star Wars? What have you done? You've put me on the schedule. Yeah, where I think (laughs) the Lego movie was like, yeah, you know, you'll get one sometimes. And then they did it sometimes. And I was like, well, that's fine. Yeah. February, and, and I mean, this has also been a really bad release year. Like, nothing's done well yet. What, you didn't like Escape Room and Replicas <laughs> and uh, other hits? Upside is the biggest sneak surprise of the year, which it's is just wild. mind-boggling. Hey, that was a pretty good movie. That was a pretty good movie. But it's just mind-boggling that that's the one that's making the most money so far. <laughs> it is ridiculous. <laughs> and no one's talking about <laughs> right. it. Right. Oh, Yeah. All right, guys, that's our show. We really enjoyed the Lego movie, so leave us a review, and you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Hollywood Already Did It. I'm at, as always, Blake, and Terrence is at Terrence Tatum. Later.